I don't do flips. I buy apartment communities with investors and we share in the profits and usually about a five-year, five to seven-year period. So it's not a quick flip. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guests, I want to mention FunNet Flip because FunNet Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on, uh, or the main two things, are the deal and the money. Uh, so if you've got the deal pipeline, but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, uh, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt, and uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, so go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health, and they make the whole process really easy, and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you, and on average, they can save you 400 bucks a year, and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash best ever. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and this is Friday. So I uh, hope you're having a great start to your weekend. This is Follow Along Friday. If you're not familiar with it, then this episode is going to be about what I've got going on in my real estate and entrepreneurial ventures. And it's not because I want to have a couch session with you. It's because I think what I've got going on can be beneficial for you and your business because I've learned a lot. And so that's the lens that I'm going to look through as we have this conversation today. A whole lot going on, my friends. But first, before we get into it, I want to give a very quick shout out to a best ever listener who wrote a wonderful five-star review and much appreciated. This listener is S.D. Huizar, H-U-I-Z-A-R. The title says, Podcast Name Speaks for Itself. Joe does an amazing job in staying away from what he calls the fluffy stuff. I love that. I just like saying fluffy stuff. When it comes to real estate advice, I have been listening to this podcast and not going to lie, I am hooked 
two exclamation marks. I would have really liked if you had three. Just kidding. Congrats on your show, and we'll continue to listen as I progress in real estate investing. Best ever listeners, if you haven't had a chance to, please write a five-star review, assuming you think I deserve a five-star review, and let me know your thoughts on the show. means a lot, helps us grow the community, and then makes my day too. So if you want to make my day, then that's, that's one of the ways to do so. Let's get into all the different things that I've got going on. So many, so many, so many things. So my apartment community, 168 unit in Cincinnati, we should be getting a contract today or tomorrow. Well, no, uh, today or Monday rather. So keep you posted on that. Once I have some more concrete information on it, I'll let you know. But as, as you can imagine, you know, just getting the, you know, going through the negotiations, we have a signed LOI, which doesn't really mean anything other than we've agreed on the business terms of the deal. But once we have more, then I'll, uh, I'll give you some specifics. But what I was going to say is, as you can imagine, there's been a lot leading up to that, running the numbers and making sure it's a good, going to be an excellent return for my investors and making sure that kind of the property's in the right place for, for this transaction to happen. So I'll give you more info as the things progress. Second, got the 250 unit in Houston. That is, it's going really well. Specifically, we've renovated 36 units since we've had it. We closed on it in August. So August, October, I forgot September, August, September, October. So in about three months, uh, we've done that many renovations. We're getting on average about $40 more in rent than what we projected. And we're spending about $5,000 a unit to do those renovations. And on average, we're getting, we projected $75 increased rents from those renovations. So you can do the math, 75, $75 is what we projected. We're getting about 40 above that. So seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So it was at one, one fifteen, dollars on those renovations for about $5,000 a unit, which is very good return on our uh, renovation investment. Sent out the investor quarterly payouts last week. And, you know, we'll just keep on going and, and finish to complete those renovations. The Houston, I get some questions about the Houston economy and my thoughts on it in particular, because I'm investing in Houston. My overall thoughts on Houston, you know, I'd be ignorant to say that the oil prices does not affect real estate, uh, in particular, you know, our property. But I would say that uh, we invest in B-class properties. And uh, typically, whenever the oil prices go down and there are layoffs, you're going to see layoffs in more white-collar jobs versus uh, blue-collar, uh, where, you know, our, our property typically has a blue-collar resident. We've got less consultants for Exxon, who would likely be the ones, you know, getting laid off and more maintenance people for schools, teachers, a lot of retail workers. So there is a ripple effect, but uh, we're insulated a little bit. That and the uh, overall uh, economy, there's about 30% that's energy in Houston and the rest is diversified. It's not the Houston of of before whenever they had the uh, the major issues because of the, uh, the the oil going down in prices. So that's those are my overall thoughts. If we were investing in class A apartments, so brand new, 
I think it'd be a different story, especially if you're if we're building right now in Houston. I think that'd be a different story. I think there'd be some some issues, some major issues involved there because the Class A tend to have the higher end paying job residents, and they're the ones who um, I think are most susceptible to to bad stuff happening as a result of the oil. Next want to talk about the new deal that we're working on. We, as much as I can, we had our final and best offer call with the seller's broker, as well as the seller was on the call. And I will, um, I'll keep you posted on that. We'll, we should know in uh, a couple business days on which direction we're going or if they're going with us or not, if we're awarded the deal. We um, are allegedly in the top two or three and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going and I'll keep you posted. So I also want to give a shout out to a couple of my clients. One of them has a 22 unit under contract in Indianapolis. So shout out to Bill, who's based out of California. And another client also based in California has a property that's getting under contract somewhere in California. You need to be a little bit cryptic because it's not quite under contract yet, but well underway. And I, from a personal slash business standpoint, had uh, two new clients join who are learning how to raise money and buy apartment communities. And we, we did kickoff calls this week. I had a, a call with a mass with a, a best ever listener who asked me about master leases. He's working on trying to get a, a property apartment community under a master lease in Houston. And I think I'm going to do a separate call, separate podcast episode on master leases because my first property, the 168 unit in, in Cincinnati, I got via a master lease. I think it's a great tool to use, but I also think there's some misinformation out there and some some poor strategies as it relates to master leases. And uh, we uncovered a couple that he had been reading about. So I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that for this conversation, but I will revisit it in a future episode, perhaps a skill set Sunday or a situation Saturday. Tomorrow's episode, holy cow, get excited. If you're a multifamily investor, this is going to be just like, you know, candy. It's going to be Halloween all over again without any of the calories. Michael Becker is going to be joining us for tomorrow's episode. And he was previously a guest on the show. Here's the deal. When he was a guest on the show, it was a little over a year ago. He's one of my first guests. And he, at the time, had 800 units. He had four, four apartment communities, 800 units. Well, a year year later, he now has 11 apartment communities and 2,000 units. So from 800 to 2,000 in about a year. And he's purchased and sold some, or he's sold some since then. So it's not like he has only done these transactions that he has. He's sold, he's exchanged some as well. He's an incredibly, incredibly incredibly active in the multifamily syndication space, says so much to teach us and for us to learn from. And here's the angle that we took with our conversation that is airing tomorrow. We talked about what has he done to evolve his multifamily business from the 800 units to the 2000. How has he evolved 
from going relatively, well, it's not small, 800 units isn't small, but smaller to much larger, more than doubling his uh, size. So get excited about tomorrow's episode. A lot to learn from that. I I took away uh, a whole lot. And just a couple miscellaneous things, and, and then we'll take off really quickly. I attended a an event in Cincinnati where I spoke on a panel with a friend of mine and also a previous best ever guest, Jared Sturm. He and I talked about finding ways to or ways to find financing for your properties as well as finding equity in, in private money. And one of the key takeaways that I want to share with you is just to simply diversify the ways that you can obtain financing as well as uh, the equity that you need for the property to get the, to, to have the down payment. It's nice to have one or two hard money lenders and to be able to go to them and build that relationship. But we should always be thinking about what happens if that person doesn't do business with us anymore? What happens if they have a life circumstance that requires them not to do business or their business goes away or any number of factors? So we actually talk about this in tomorrow's episode. Michael discusses it as one of the ways he's evolving his company and has evolved it. And I we talked about it yesterday on our panel where you know crowdfunding, you know, Fund That Flip is a, a sponsor and Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip is a friend of mine. That's one way where they're an online lender. So, you know, if you haven't checked out Fund That Flip, then go see if you qualify to get some online funding for your flip. Yeah, I I don't do flips. I buy apartment communities with investors and we share in the profits and usually about a five year, five to seven year period. So it's not a quick flip. So what I do is, you know, I work with high net worth individuals, but I also want to have have relationships with equity brokers and equity brokers basically have relationships with family offices and um, maybe families directly who invest in in larger deals. So having a relationship with an equity broker or even better, a family office or even better, the actual family, that way you're not you know layers removed. That is something that I'm working on to continue to diversify the ways that I can fund my large apartment communities whenever we buy them. So for you, think about, you know, do you have multiple ways of getting financed? Number one. And number two, do you have multiple ways of getting the equity that you need for your deals? And if you have a full-time job, one tip that I have for you is to get a personal line of credit while you have your full-time job. Whenever I had my full-time job, I got a $40,000 line of credit at 7% from American Airlines Credit Union. And that allowed me to buy my fourth house in Fort Worth, Texas. It was $35,000 and it cost well, it was supposed to cost $5,000 for repairs. It ended up costing $15,000. That's another story. But I was able to use the line of credit to pay for the majority of it. And at the time I thought I was going to pay for all of it, but it ended up being over budget. So get that because if you have a full-time job, you're right now looking as good as you will look in the lender's eyes and get it from a community bank or credit union. Compare that to when you leave your full-time job, if you have plans to leave your full-time job and become a full-time real estate investor or entrepreneur, 
you won't look as good to the bank, the credit union, the the lender. So you're you likely won't be approved for as much if or maybe even not approved at all for that credit line of credit. And it's different from a bank loan. I'm sure you know this already, but the bank loan, the interest starts accruing as soon as you take the loan out. Whereas the line of credit there's no interest until you actually use it. So get a personal line of credit. There's no disadvantage to it other than that I can think of other than when you apply for the personal line of credit, they check your credit. So your credit score could go down a little bit as a result of that inquiry, that credit inquiry. But other than that, um, you know, your credit goes back up over time. Use it responsibly and that will give you another way of having access to money that is just in your back pocket. I think that's a that's a that's a great way, and that's something I've I've personally done. Lastly, I am teaching a class at Texas Tech University next week, all of next week, and it is on strategic client communication. Excuse me. So I'm going to uh, be in Lubbock, Texas, next week, and this weekend, actually today. Friday, I'm going to Morgantown, West Virginia, and watching Texas Tech hopefully beat the West Virginia Mountaineers. And I always track the stats on this show, and I know that West Virginia is, I don't know why, but there's not a lot of people relative to other states who listen to this podcast in West Virginia. Every other state besides North Dakota have thousands and thousands of downloads, but whatever reason, West Virginia and North Dakota. Dakota, those two states. I don't have many listeners in those two states. So in addition to watching the Texas Tech Red Raiders hopefully beat the West Virginia Mountaineers, I might self-promote some of the podcast episodes to the people at Tailgate and see how well that that, go, that goes over. So I'll be going out there with my girlfriend and uh, we'll be enjoying the time in Morgantown, West Virginia. So Best ever listeners, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And one podcast, by the way, lastly, one podcast that I am obsessed with right now is Family Offices. And the podcast is called Family Office Podcast Ultra Wealthy Investing. For anybody wanting to learn what billionaire families do with their money and how they think, how they approach their investing listen to this podcast. I'm going to be getting the host of the podcast on our podcast so that we can interview him and and learn more. But really, really fascinating stuff. I've never met the host. His name's Richard Wilson, but I don't know how the heck I randomly came across this podcast, but my gosh, it's some great information. So check out their podcast too if, if you're wanting to find another good recommendation, Family Office Podcast, Ultra Wealthy Investing. Okay, best ever listeners, I hope you have a best ever weekend and and I will talk to you tomorrow. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever.